Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat Euodia and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have laboured side by side with me in the gospel, together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is anything, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Well, at our elders' meetings, um, one of us picks a a few verses um, at the start of the meeting and uh, we discuss it uh, just for a few minutes before having a a prayer time together. And um, this uh, this week we had an elders' meeting and and John um, Hitchcock picked the reading. We just sort of pick it on the evening. It's not a sort of planned rotor or anything. And he read some verses from Philippians 4 and... uh, Yeah, it was very helpful for us as we discussed them together. Um, Read verses 4 to 9, but we were thinking particularly of of 6 and 7. And we were thinking about peace in the midst of responsibility and uh, as leaders. And it was was good. It was good. It helped us as we joined together, as we prayed together, as we thought about some of the things in the life of the church. And I thought that uh, some of those verses would be good for us this evening. Um, They're well known, they're good to come back to, they're daily relevant aren't they? And I thought they're helpful also for a prayer meeting. So we're going to think about verses 6 and 7 particularly to lead us into our prayer time and as I thought about it this morning I ended up with a little flow diagram which is this. It comes up. So I press it again, or have I got it on? Oh, I haven't got it on. I'll do it again, Dave. Don't worry, I swear go too far. There we go. PA leading to P and T leading to POG. PA leading to P and T leading to POG. And some of you are ahead of the game, and you might have found the latter ones easier, and we're, we're coming to those. Uh, but we just go through these three parts. In these two verses, verses 6 and 7. PA. What does that stand for? Well, you, I don't know if you all know quite the P because it's not actually in there. But the A you might know. What, 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 any ideas what a, the PA or at least the A might be? Anxieties. Anxieties. So we've got potential anxieties. Potential anxieties. 
Do not be anxious about anything. I'll read the whole whole of the verses again. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Potential anxieties. Things which can easily make us anxious. Um, Things which easily move on from a, a healthy, appropriate thoughtfulness, thinking through, discussion, planning, which is right, to um, an excessive, obsessive degree of thoughtfulness, which is very wearing and agitating and uh, lacking in rest and disturbing. And there are things which which we find move us to anxiety. Uh, Our hymn brought some of them, as we sang through that first song, thronging duties pressed, so responsibilities, family, work, church, other thronging duties can bring anxiety. Sorrows surging round, things which sadden us, concern us. Loved ones in need. Future all unknown. Uncertainties of the future. Death shadowing us and ours. Um, what, what, would have, what would be for you the potential anxieties of the last few days. Do have a think. Imagine you've got a pad and pen in front of you. I want you to at least write down two. You've all got at least two potential anxieties of the last week or so, else you've not been living. So, just give you a few moments to write down what the top two of them might be. Hopefully that's enough time to get two. I've done it as well today. I don't want to exempt myself from this. I've got my top two. So I keep them to myself, but I've got my top two. And then, so we've got potential anxieties, things which could make us anxious. And then we have the the P and T. Anyone? Good idea. Prayer and thanksgiving. Prayer and thanksgiving. So that's what's... That's what's next. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Um, Striking how uh, comprehensive it is. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. Very comprehensive. Really sort of basket in all the things that could make us anxious. And, you know, I'm talking about all of these things. And in the light of those things, we can pray. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. And we can 
let requests be known. We can turn those concerns into specific requests, which we feel are are right or that the Lord would have us pray. We can turn the anxiety or the potential anxiety into requests. Maybe for the Lord to do something specific. It may be for our own attitudes as we face it. And uh, in those requests, we can make them known to God. I thought that was lovely as I thought about it a bit more. Let your requests be made known to God. So um, don't hide them. You know, don't sort of have them out of the way. Too embarrassed to bring them out and let them to be seen, but make your requests known to God, like Hezekiah, wasn't it, who spread it out before the Lord when he was so anxious because of the attack of the enemy. Make known prayer, request, but to do so with thanksgiving, we're told, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Because that's right, because there's a lot to be thankful for, because that's a right sense of perspective. And in some ways, it's an antidote in itself, isn't it, when you start to focus on the things to be thankful for in the situation too. So prayer and thanksgiving. So let's go back to our top two of the last few days, last week or so. Um, are there requests that, 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 that possible anxiety can be turned into? Have a little think about that. Are there things to thank God for in relation to those top two? Have a think about that. So potential anxieties, prayer and thanksgiving. And the last one, what's P-O-G? Yeah, thank you. Peace of God. Peace of God. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Unloading leads to to relief. So a weight off our shoulders. And it results in a peace. It's peace from the God of peace. So the last verse we read in the whole reading, verse 9, the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace is interested in our peace and able to give us peace. It's peace, the peace of God, from the God of peace. It is beyond understanding and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. 
That comes out sometimes in special ways. Perhaps not always as often as we would like or often as we ought to feel it, but you have known of some situations where you've had a peace which is almost unusual for that situation, almost absurd to most people. But God has given you a peace even in the midst of the tempest, peace that passes understanding. And it's a a peace which guards your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God, we thought that's lovely, isn't it? Lovely description. Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We get a lot of packages through these days, don't we? You order something um, on the internet and it, it comes through and I've had quite a few books through recently because we've had retreats in men's evening and, and they come back, the books are in there, but they're, they're, they've been well packaged and they've had the sort of bubble stuff around it and boxed tightly so that uh, even though they've been sort of carted around in lorries, you know, passed on and that, they've been sort of guarded and protected from potential damage and they've arrived safely. And... It's as if as, as we pray about the things that could make us anxious, as we give thanks, um, as we bring it to the God of peace, that there is a, a guarding of our hearts and minds, protecting us from damage through the difficulties and the bumps that we might go through. Well, the peace of God... Um, what, what would that, what do, maybe, it, it, so thinking of your top two again, uh, what, maybe you're experiencing that peace of God to some degree already, or, or, but if not, what, what might it look like? What might it feel like as you think of those two things? Well, hopefully it's been helpful just to have a little think about these verses. Well known, but as I said at the start, of daily relevance often good to come back to things that we need to practice more and growing more. Let me read them again before we move on to prayer. And the way the ESV is, uh, breaks it up, it actually starts just at the end of verse 5. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.